This is Smart Money with Kevin Richards from KNR Consulting Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Kevin Richards to help you find out how to have financial peace of mind. Welcome to another show of Smart Money with Kevin Richards. Today, we'll be talking about market volatility and what you need to do to deal with it and how to effectively handle it when it does happen. Because market volatility isn't going away, and we know that it's probably going to happen very soon. But before we get into all that, I want to first uh, introduce our co-host. How you doing today, Tony? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. I've had a great week, and I'm excited about today's show. Uh, you know, crazy busy with the family, that type of thing. How about you? How's everything going there? You know, I just every day I'm out here and uh, alive and breathing in Southern California is a great day, so <laughs> yeah. I can never complain at all. And uh, just yeah, happy as can be and feel blessed today. So it's been a great day. Well, it is hard to complain uh, when the weather's nice and you're in sunny Southern California. But, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to our show today. What are we going to be talking about? Well, I thought it'd be appropriate to go over market volatility or, you know, how to deal with an unstable market just because of the fact that, you know, the stock market's at all-time high ranges. And um, with that being said, in all these nine years of growth that we've had, it's pretty... Uh, I feel in inevitable that the market will start correcting itself and how fast and how much, I don't know. But I do know it's important to discuss this point and bring in tools that can help our listeners out there protect what they have and be more proactive in determining what to do with their savings now before the market does correct itself. Yeah. I mean, it's really been interesting. It's an interesting ride. I mean, for the last 10 years, we've had a lot of market volatility ever since the basically the crash in 2008. And and I find it interesting because it's been going up and up and we've set record highs, but now we've seen some drops and I think people are starting to get worried. Uh, uh, so now this is a great time to have this conversation, especially with all the attention the market's getting, right? Absolutely. And it's, you know, your retirement is too important of a, of a nest egg to let go to chance or let it go to assuming that the you know, advisor you have or the accounts that they're in are going to protect your money when the market does correct itself. So I like to have all listeners and all of our clients really sit down, make sure you understand how you're allocated currently. What is your true risk tolerance? And that's going to be key to understand what that even means. Most people, they, they hear this word risk tolerance, but very few that I talk to really know what, what it means fully and what their own personal risk tolerance level is. I mean, I, I often get the response of, you know, I'm, I'm aggressive. I want to earn 20%. And then I follow that up with a question, well, how much are you willing to lose, Mr. Client? And uh, the responses are not very parallel or it doesn't uh, coincide with the response of, I want to grow 20% because you know as well as I do, Tony, if you are in an account, uh, stocks, bonds, mutual funds that can grow 20% in a year, you also have the potential of losing more than that in a year. So it's important to understand how risky your current holdings investments are and are they fitting to what your timeline, your horizon is in terms of when do you start? When will you start needing to withdraw money out of those investments? Because that that right there determines a lot about where you should be allocated with the current market conditions the way they are. 
So I would imagine what you're saying then is it probably matters even more than how much you have is when you want it or when you need to withdraw it, especially when it comes to the stock market, right? Absolutely. And it's probably the overriding factor of all these, these points about risk tolerance is when do you foresee yourself needing to withdraw this money and spend it? If your time horizon is you know two to four years, you're you should be in a very low risk tolerance for a majority of your savings just because of the volatility factor. If you need to withdraw money in a, a year or so or two years, and it happens to be at a time when the market's at its you know all time lows or ten year lows, well, you're going to be very upset that you just had to sell that stock or a mutual fund at a point where it lost, let's just say thirty percent. Um, not a very fun experience to have. So you want to start really nailing down which buckets of funds or, or savings that you have are you going to need to withdraw from first because that determines a lot on how we should allocate that set of funds or that bucket of money i call it and then if you can ladder or tear out your other you know accounts and dollars to where bucket number two let's say you don't need to touch it for five years well that will determine a lot in terms of how we would allocate those assets and then let's say you have a bucket number three where you see, I don't see any reason I need to have this money for 10 years or more. Great. That also determines a lot about how we should invest it. So that's why I say it's really good to start analyzing this. You know, sit down with a financial professional, create a written down. And I stress that word written down because many of these plans I hear, quote, plans are not written down. They're just theorized or verbalized by some of their financial professional or the, or the client themselves. So you want to have a written down plan that shows how you're going to allocate and grow your money. That's called the accumulation plan. And then how are you going to do withdrawals, meaning income? How are you going to create income and when are you going to do this at a certain point in the future? Having all that clearly spelled out brings your stress level way down to the point where you're not you know, worried about if there is a, a correction in the stock market next week or in two months because you have a written down plan that takes that into account and hopefully is going to meet all your income needs. So that's a starting point, I think, to all this right there. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, having a, a plan and having it in writing sounds very helpful. I mean, so many of us are going to hit that time when we stop working, stop getting that paycheck from our jobs and have to start, you know, living in retirement. But the bills don't stop. We still need income. Right. And right. we have, you know, might have these stock investments. What do we do? How do we turn that stock portfolio or our investments or our assets into a monthly income? And that's where you come in. So, and it matters where we have money. Like you said, the, the market can be volatile and it depends on when we need to take it out. So we might need money somewhere other than the market, right? Well, absolutely. And there's this thing we call in our industry, the color of money. And what that sounds like, it isn't just green, but um, yeah. it's a, we allocate a color to each, call it asset class or risk tolerance class. You know, in other words, how is your money divided? How is it currently allocated? And we'll touch upon this in our next segment more, but I'll just say what they are currently. What the three main categories that everybody's money is really allocated to are three, which is called, one is red money. And red money in simple terms is investments that can lose you principal. Things like stocks, bonds, mutual funds, you know, variable annuities, things that have no guarantee of your protection of principal. That's red money, like it sounds, red, alert, you know. The yellow money is the other category. That's money that still has potential for loss, but what it, it does is it attempts to mediate or lower down 
mitigate, I should say the word is your risk factors by having it being a managed account. Managed meaning there is a money manager, a financial professional who's watching that bucket on a daily level so that if there are, you know, some uh, events happening around the world or some catastrophic things like 9-11 or, or whatever it may be, that money manager can allocate your dollars to cash for a temporary period of time so as to lower your losses. Again, it does not get rid of losses, but that type of an account attempts to and has as its goal lowering your risk while still getting potential gains and again, minimizing the losses when they do occur. Lastly is green money. And this is where I really want folks to understand this category because as you get older towards retirement ages, let's just say, a lot of your savings needs to be in green money. Green money in simple terms is things that cannot lose you principal due to a stock market loss. These are things such as CDs, um, fixed investments. Uh, there's fixed annuities, fixed index annuities, cash, obviously, savings accounts, certain government bonds. These are type of vehicles that still grow, have the potential for growth, let's say, but they don't lose you principal. Remember the goal of investing as you get older is to protect your principal, but still grow your savings above inflation. Otherwise, you're losing you know, what I call purchasing power. So those are three main categories that we like to divide our clients' assets into. And then from there, we determine what percentages based on their age and other factors they should have in each one of them. Wow. Well, I think that's so important. Now we have to take a quick break. Is there anything you want to add before we do? Yeah, Tony, I want to encourage the next 20 listeners to please call in our office. We'll offer you a no cost, no obligation um, consultation where I will sit down with you and break down exactly how you are currently allocated per the color of money that we just talked about and create a report that shows you factually where you are, the risk level you're currently taking, and some suggestions on maybe where you can make improvements if they are needed. So that report is going to be great safety and great peace of mind to know where you currently are. Is it aligning with what you thought you were in? And is it proper to what you should be in based on your age and other factors? So again, the next 20 listeners out there, please call our office. We're in Orange County. Our number is area code 949-218-3900. All right. Well, thank you for that. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back to continue this discussion with our host, Kevin Richards, here on Smart Money on Dealing with an Unstable Market. There are many advantages to converting your 401k to a Roth IRA, which include tax-free qualified distributions and growth of earnings. This helps eliminate the uncertainty of future taxes and can lower your taxes owed on Social Security benefits as you near your retirement years. Call KNR Consulting Group at 949-218-3900 or visit us online at knrconsultinggroup.com. We can answer your questions regarding 401k and IRA rollovers. We work with a team of CPAs and professionals who can work with you to help avoid potential pitfalls. We will guide you through the process in the most effective manner possible to help with your financial security. Welcome back to Smart Money with Kevin Richards and my co-host, Tony Shore. Today, we've been talking about dealing with an unstable market and what you should do to protect yourself from what is probably inevitable, meaning market volatility. We've talked about things like color money, meaning how do you categorize your assets so that they are understandable and are they proper to what you should be in based on your age and your circumstances, the main three colors being red, yellow, and green. And I'm glad we started talking about this because I feel this timing of all this is really crucial with the way that we 
uh, stock market is right now and the way the economy is and all the changes that are happening with the new administration out there. So I'm, I'm really hoping y'all are, are at least taking notes or paying attention to the show today. And I thank you again for tuning in on a Saturday. We're uh, hoping, hoping to share some valuable insight to a point in a topic that I think we all need to really confront and learn more about. So it's been a good show so far, huh, Tony? Oh, it's been a great show so far. And uh, I'm learning a lot. I love the color of money as far as asset allocation. And talking about an unstable market is very timely. I mean, we've seen record highs recently and it just kept going up and up, you know, the last half of last year. And uh, we set records this year and now we're seeing some drops and some more volatility again. And so I think that's got a lot of people out there worried um, I, and you reassure people if they have a plan in place, they really don't need to worry, right? Well, exactly. But uh, not just a plan. One, it's understandable and one that truly aligns with your your goals, meaning your age, when you start need, when will you start needing to withdraw money. All these factors have to be looked at when creating these plans. So, Because oftentimes, I tell you, I run into folks out there who, who think they have a plan. They're just going to take and live off of 4% of their, uh, their savings for the next you know, 30 years or so that they're with us. And that number truly isn't proper. And proper meaning if you also are losing money while you're withdrawing money, you have a very high chance of running out of money before you pass away. And that's probably the number one concern I hear from many of my clients is that their biggest fear is that they are gonna be bankrupt or out of money while they're living. And they're not gonna be able to sustain themselves or live the way they wanna live for the rest of their lives or one spouse bankrupts the other spouse. So having these numbers really understood and crunched and mapped out for each person, because it is an individual thing, it's not a blanket thing. I could say everybody should do X, Y, and Z. It really isn't, but it is important to understand, first of all, how are you currently invested? How do you have your savings allocated? Is it what you, A, thought it was, B, what it should be, and C, is it gonna accomplish your goals of not outliving your money? And it really does break down into those main three um, categories of savings, which we talked about in our last segment, being the color of money, again, red, yellow, and green. So having that report clearly shown to you where you are at and understood, because I, I really stress that point of understood, meaning in many of my clients I've talked to and people out there, they may have an advisor, but they really don't understand them. The advisor talks in terminology that's very unusual or talks down to them or, or just you know, kind of lawnmowers, I might call it, meaning just says, here, do what I say and that's it and kind of be quiet. I, I don't like that approach ever. I want to be the teammate of my clients. I think the advisor, if you have an advisor out there, needs to be your teammate, not a sales rep, not a dictator, but a person that makes it very clear where you're at, make sure it's truly what you want it to be and that it is what it should be to accomplish the goals you're achieving. So, you know, starting down with first analyzing your assets, how they, how they are is beyond importance. It is extremely important. Well, yeah. And obviously emotions play a huge role uh, when it comes to the market. I mean, we've heard all the quotes, uh, not only, you know, from uh, Warren Buffett to yourself, Kevin, uh, have right. constantly said, you know, don't, you know, you always want to um, buy low and sell high, but people, when their emotions run wild, they end up doing the opposite. I, I know that Recently, like when a really trendy stock or company, you know, goes live and, and uh, you know, has an IPO, the um, like Snapchat recently, a lot of people just went crazy and got excited and they heard people were making money. So the day after it goes, they jump in. 
of course, you know, two days later, it's down. <laughs> so, right. um, you know, it's uh, people should not let their emotions dictate their investments, right? Not at all. And it's, you know, sad to see this happen, but I run into clients who who may have uh, inherited a stock or have had, had a stock. They Let's say they worked at Edison for uh, several years and have accumulated a lot of stock. And I've seen it where 80% of a client's savings is in one stock like Edison or, you know, UPS Whatever it may be, if you're overexposed and you're in one stock, just to get emotionally attached to it and not sell it at the right time can be foolish and can be devastational. And it's something that, you know, it's not easy to do. And I understand that if if you worked your whole career at Edison or UPS and, you know, you did well at the stock and went up very high and and all these things that that are good about it, you know, it, it makes it hard to decide to sell it or part ways with it. But again, understanding your risk tolerance and your time frame needs to override all the emotions attached to any stock, any investment you have, whether it was inherited or you have worked at that company for your whole life or your best friend works there or, you know, I've told you you should get into this and it's fantastic. Whatever the reasons may be, logic needs to override emotions. And that's the problem with investing. Most people don't do that. Like you mentioned earlier, most people sell when it's low and they buy when it's high. And that's the opposite of the goal. So when you get closer to retirement, you can't make that mistake. You really cannot. You don't have time to let a market bounce back up again or take seven, eight years, which is very common for a stock market to do when it crashes. Take eight years or more to get back up to where it's at before it crashed. You don't have that much time when you stop working, when you're about to start having to take out your IRA withdrawals that are mandatory. Those are things you cannot ever avoid. And you need to take that into account with your written down income plan that I mentioned in the earlier segment. It's just too important to you. I don't want to see people, you know, all of a sudden, uh, you know, have a completely changed lifestyle right? because they didn't, they didn't plan this out. Exactly. And I think that's a great point. Now we have to take another quick break here. Why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you before we do? No problem. Yeah. We're here in Orange County. We have two locations. We're in Garden Grove and also down in Laguna Niguel. Our phone number is area code 949-218-3900. Or, of course, our website is knrconsultinggroup.com. All right. Well, thank you so much, Kevin. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Kevin Richards on Smart Money after this. Throughout our working years, we attempt to accumulate as many eggs as possible into our retirement nest. Unfortunately, Many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At KNR Consulting Group, we have put together a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called The Color of Money, which is located inside our Retirement Income Toolkit. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary Retirement Income Toolkit at knrconsultinggroup.com or call us today at 949-218-3900. And welcome back to Smart Money with Kevin Richards, my co-host, Tony Shore. Our last two segments, we talked about emotions of investing and when is the wrong time and the right time to sell. And also the importance of having a written down income plan that breaks down exactly the color of money that you're currently allocated in. Again, that was red, yellow, and green money. Red being very risky, yellow being very uh, managed accounts, and green is safe uh, where your principal is protected, but it does have the opportunity for growth. But those are the things that you need to start understanding now is where are you allocated before it's too late, before you wake up one day and you've lost 30% of your market, 
values because of a stock market correction. So hopefully you've been uh, enjoying our show today and I'm glad you're out on a Saturday, you know, with this great weather we have. So, uh, Tony, uh, how you doing still? Oh, I'm doing great. Great Saturday. A fun day to be on the radio with you, Kevin. And this is a great discussion. Now, I bet you've seen it all. I mean, you've worked with clients and helped them with this type of thing for a long time and, and dealt with emotions in the market and asset allocation. Have you ever had somebody, when they first come to you um, and they're getting ready to retire, they're, they're almost at retirement, and then they decide to come to you and get a financial planner and they say, oh, we don't, you know, we're conservative. We don't like to take a lot of risk, but you look at what they have and everything's in the stock market. Oh, okay. If I had a nickel for all those times, I'd be wealthier than I am now. <laughs> so it, it's very true, Tony, what you said is spot on because many folks out there think they're in conservative allocations or conversely, they think they're in aggressive and they're not. Again, it's, it's very common. They don't understand it, just not to the fault of our listeners, but to the fault of the industry itself, the terminology, what you're in, isn't very clear. It doesn't doesn't say in your statement you're in XYZ investment and it is high risk or low risk or conservative. Very rare is it very clearly spelled out the risk, exact risk you're taking. And it may, it may have these little bar charts in your statement that'll show various allocations, but many times those aren't understood. You don't know how bad that investment has performed before, meaning what was the worst it has done in a three-month window, because that right there tells me what you're exposed to. As an example, if you have an investment and it was it lost, you know, let's just say 35% during this three-month window, XYZ three-month window in the past, well, that tells me right there that that history has the potential to repeat itself, meaning you're exposing yourself to a level of risk of a 35% loss. And that's a fact because that investment you're in has factually lost that number. 35% in a three-month window. So when I show these reports that we create for our clients, these facts in their third-party generated reports, so they're taken from actual numbers, not my own uh, estimations, when they see those numbers and they see the true risk they're taking and then they compare it to the returns that they're making, it, it's a it's an eye-opener for many, many people. They, they see that they're making three or four or five percent, but they're exposing themselves to a potential loss of 35%. That's a game changer. If you lose 35% yeah. of your value on your IRA or 401k, that's, that's a, I would say for most people listening out there, big time game changer. So I imagine it's important uh, and you help people then determine what their risk tolerance is and based on their personal situation, where their assets need to be allocated at that time. Exactly. And it, I'll take it a step further too. What we also do and what's important to do is knowing what your quote magic number is. Not that you see commercials on TV about this a lot and hear about it in the industry, but what that means simply is what is the amount of money that you need to have generated or saved, created by the time you retire so that you can withdraw the amount you need to sustain yourself in the lifestyle you want for the next 30 or 40 years. There is a number that is very clearly spelled out that will tell us that. I know we have the software that does this that will tell me exactly what we need to create in terms of savings so that you can live off of, let's just say $30,000 a year from the savings plus your social security, you know, whatever it may be. But knowing what your magic number is, is step one. Cause then it tells me how do I need to allocate your savings, your investments now so that we have the best chance or a guarantee chance potentially of hitting that number. Uh. Cause how do you know what to do now? If you don't have a target, it's like, a goal in life. I don't know what I'm doing because I have no goal. Well, that makes life pretty challenging, I think. 
So does it in, in financial planning. If you don't have a named goal, and that's the magic number again, how do you know what you should be doing now? It, it's pretty much like guessing. And that's what half the time I see people do. Might as well take a dart and throw it at a stock board and uh, hope you hit the right one because you're not doing what you should be to hit and be proactive against stock market loss. So you know you can achieve that goal, that magic number, when you do hit, let's just say it's 65 when you're on a retire. Those are important numbers. Right. And I know you uh, you always say not only have a plan and have a goal, but have it in writing. You know, I know you like to run reports for folks and make sure that people have a written retirement plan, a retirement income plan, an investment plan. So that's key too, isn't it? Well, absolutely. Because then it's going to tell me, okay, if you're going to retire in two years, I know that we're going to allocate, let's say 30% of your savings into these buckets that will protect your principal, still grow your money above inflation, have potential for growth above that number, but at least has a certainty factor of what you will be withdrawing from that portion of your savings so that it will sustain you for let's say five or six more years. And then we out, then we then jump to bucket number two and how that's allocated. So these are things, if you don't know exactly where you're going to take your first retirement dollars from, well, that tells me right there, you don't have a truly spelled out, written down income plan that does take all this into account. Because again, guys, it's, it's crucial. We have one shot for most of us out there. When you retire, you, you went from a full-time making money mode to full-time spending money mode. And that's a, a big change that yeah. you need to have properly planned out. Yeah. And that's that's what worries a, a lot of folks out there, and my wife and I included. So we need to make sure we have that in place. And I think this has been a great show and some great advice as far as asset allocation and keeping those emotions in check to deal with a volatile market. Uh, you know, we all need to be in the market to have that growth, but uh, you have to look at how much of your assets are allocated there. And everybody's situation is different, as you always say. So I think that's great advice. Now, we're almost out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah, Tony, I want to encourage the next 20 listeners out there, please call our office now. Schedule a no-cost, no-obligation consultation with myself where we can sit down together over a cup of coffee and casually go over your accounts, make sure you understand where you are, and then create a written-down income plan. Let us sit down with you. Let us earn your trust. See if we can add value to your situation and work together. We'd love the opportunity to at least meet you. Again, see if we can help you improve your situation. Make sure you understand your situation and add any, any points of advice that may make you into a safer and more ideal uh, financial situation. Please call our office now. Again, we're here in Garden Grove and also Orange County, California. Our number is area code 949-218. 3900, or please go to our website, which is knrconsultinggroup.com. All right. Well, thanks, Kevin. And thanks, listeners. That does it for today's episode of Smart Money with Kevin Richards. Thank you for listening to Smart Money with Kevin Richards. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, contact Kevin Richards at KNR Consulting Group. That's 949-218-3900. 
or visit their website at knrconsultinggroup.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Kevin Richards and KNR Consulting Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.